Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are focusing on growing together. It's exciting to know that we can grow in our relationship with Jesus and friendships with one another. Daily, as we abide in Jesus and invite His Word to abide in us, spiritual growth takes place in and through our lives. So what does growing together look like for you in your life and ministry setting? Grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am so excited to come to you today with this inspiring, and I do mean inspiring episode of Inspire on the Go. As we talk to our sweet friend, Courtney, she is connected with Deeper Still Arkansas. You're going to learn about Deeper Still Arkansas as we walk through our conversation together. But let me say from the top of our uh, show today that Deeper Still Arkansas is going to be our ministry project at Inspire Women's Conference, which, by the way, is happening on September 23rd at First Baptist Church. Church Russellville. I hope that you have registered. If you haven't registered for that, today is the day. Jump online at absc.org slash inspire and grab your spot because tickets are selling and we're so excited about that. So Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Andrea. Thank you. I'm so grateful for being here. Well, you are an Arkansas girl, right? You live in Cal. I am. Yes. Right. yes. I grew up right here in central Arkansas and Still live here, right here in Central Arkansas. So yeah, that is great. Tell us about you and your family. Just help us get to get to know you, and then in a few minutes, we'll talk about deeper still. Okay. Well, me and my family uh, live right here in Cabot, and I have been married to my husband about fourteen years. We have a thirteen-year-old son that's in the eighth grade, and you know, we're just a pretty ordinary little family. We kind of just um, hang out together here at the house and do just you know, normal things, love to go to the lake in the summer. And my husband's a big outdoors guy, loves to hunt. Me, not so much. My son kind of does. And um, we attend church as a family at Cornerstone Bible Fellowship in Sherwood. That is great. That is great. Well, we know that um, you certainly have a passion for Deeper Still Arkansas. We want to hear just a little bit about Deeper Still. Tell us about the mission and the vision of Deeper Still. And then we'll get to how you got connected to the ministry. Okay, so the mission of Deeper Steel is to multiply ministry teams who bring healing and lasting freedom to abortion-wounded hearts, both for women and men. So the team members are very well trained, but more importantly than just being trained, the team members serve as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, because that's where the real healing comes from, is through Jesus Christ. It's nothing that any one of us do. It's all Jesus, and that's where they get the lasting freedom. And so those um, the team members come together for about three weekends out of the year and host these healing retreats. So in the meantime, we're trained and we meet as a team. Uh, We're really like a big family. So that also helps us serve in unity during these weekend retreats. And um, one thing I just want to add is that the multiplication factor um, of these teams and the team members is implemented because The statistics show that there's about 1.1 million abortions that happen in the United States per year, and there's approximately 70 million going on worldwide. And it's also estimated that one in four women in the church have had an abortion in their past. So this is really a huge pastoral care issue that needs to be recognized. And I really I sense that the local churches are coming on board and supporting Deeper Still and seeing the need for um, these abortion wounded hearts to be healed. Um, one of the things um, that abortion is or has done is um, it's, I'm sorry, Andrea, I'm messing up. So what abortion does is um, these, these people suffer from 
like silent shame and it masks itself as depression and anxiety. And, you know, so within the church, you see these relational issues with people between women or between marriages. And um, then there's that uh, addiction issue. And so underneath the surface of that, oftentimes is an abortion within the man or the woman in that marriage, or um, you see it's very common in women too, one in four. So, yeah, I was thinking about the statistics, one in four in our churches. And so often, you know, an abortion wounded heart is plagued in shame and guilt and isolation because often the enemy tells us the lie, like you could never be forgiven. No one would ever believe that about you. I mean, there's all kinds of just, you know, spiritual battle that goes on around that. And one thing I love about Deeper Still is that you're bringing that out into the light of God and his word, uh, that God is a healing and a redemptive God, that he is willing to step into the broken places and spaces and bring that hope and that restoration. And honestly, as we were praying about, um, you know, featuring a ministry project at Inspire, you know, Deeper Still immediately came to mind for me and for our leadership team, because often um, what keeps us from flourishing is the shameful past. It is the secret. It is the hidden things that that we think, you know, I could never tell anybody. And so whenever we, we think about the relevancy of this topic for churches, for women's ministries, for conferences, speak a little bit into what it looks like for a local church to come around abortion ministry and to engage for um, gospel impact. What are some ways that local churches can help and partner with Deeper Still? Man, that's a great question because uh, recently my own church, Cornerstone Bible Fellowship, um, has really stepped up and, and shown an interest in supporting Deeper Still Arkansas. So um, I'm kind of learning how to do this as well since I'm, I'm new to this chapter leadership position. But I would say first and foremost, um, invite someone from the Deeper Still Arkansas team into your church. Maybe your small group, your, your life group, whatever your, you know, your church has gone on, even to share on a Sunday morning for two or three minutes. Um, and just uh, introduced what Deeper Still is. It also allows people within the church to see that that those that have had an abortion in their past are real people. We're like normal people, you know, and and um, it's oftentimes hard to believe that, you know, it's like, oh, it's the, the church lady or it's it's the deacon or it's someone that have that in their past. And so it really helps people, I think, make the connection that, um, you know, we're real people and we just made uh, that decision in the past that, that was not God honoring for sure um, and and did not serve us well going forward. So that's one way is invite deeper still in. Um, another way is uh, just to, to not be scared to promote deeper still Arkansas. You know, um, I think oftentimes that whole subject of abortion is just so touchy. You know, it, it's it's so sensitive and it's like I can see from a church standpoint, it's like you don't want to hurt anyone. And, um, you know, it's just hard to know how to navigate that. But I believe that there are women and men sitting in churches that need the church leadership to go first and say, hey, you know, if, if you've had an abortion, yes, it is a sin, as are many things. And we're all sinners. But this can be forgiven and there's healing for you. And let me tell you about Deeper Still Arkansas. They serve Jesus Christ and they want to lead you through this weekend of healing and just maybe the leadership go forward in acknowledging abortion because the women and men that have had it in their past and they're sitting there silently, it is hard to bring it up. It's yes. very hard. Like I know for me, I couldn't say the word abortion. 
I can't even write the word abortion for almost 20 years. It's like it was just stuck in me. You know, I just shot away from that. I like just nearly couldn't breathe if it came up. So I think that's another thing is just acknowledging, just saying the word abortion, just for the leadership to go first. And then um, also just uh, rallying around the ministry in prayer, like especially uh, before and after retreats, um, maybe promoting us on their website, uh, just letting us put a brochure here and there. Like oftentimes what we like to put our deeper still Arkansas brochure, maybe in the bathroom, just somewhere kind of inconspicuous. So someone can grab it and, you know, have it to hold on to and look at and pray through and not feel like they're getting it maybe at the information desk or yeah. somewhere where everybody else could see. Cause that initial step of, of stepping into knowing you needing healing and, and just getting something tangible, like even just a brochure, you know, you think I don't want anybody to know. So just those things. And then of course, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, so any kind of financial partnership with churches and other, um, you know, individuals or whatever, that's always a plus, but God has managed to always take care of that as well. That's so great. And even as you're sharing about those opportunities, I can hear your personal story coming through. Uh, and, and I, you know, I've heard your story and I know just how the Lord has brought so much healing and hope and redemption into your life, but share with our listeners why Deeper Still has made such an impact on you and a little bit about your journey. Okay. So I, uh, became pregnant at the age of 16, obviously very young. And, um, I didn't feel at the time that I could go to my parents. I have wonderful parents, I might add. It was nothing that they did to me. Um, it was just uh, the dynamic of some things going on within our kind of even extended family at the time. And um, I just, you know, I just didn't feel like I could go to them. And so I didn't. Um, and maybe I should have. But anyway, I did not. And so I chose to have an abortion without them knowing. And at the time I had the abortion uh, at the age of 16, it was in 1994. And I didn't know this, but the day I showed up for that appointment, um, I should have had um, a parent with me. I had to have parental consent, but the lady at the abortion clinic managed to know how to get around that. And she sent me to downtown Little Rock and told me exactly where to go to get a judicial bypass. So I did that Went before a circuit judge in downtown Little Rock, which I cannot even wrap my brain around uh, having a teenager now. Like I cannot believe I did that at 16, but I did. I went back to the abortion clinic and had the procedure done all in one day and went back home. And I thought, well, I'll just, uh, you know, move on now as if nothing ever happened. Um, but that is not at all what happened. I uh, ended up having to quit the basketball team. Um, and really, after that, just totally isolated myself. I feel that um, I lost a huge piece of, of myself and even my personality changed. I became very angry. I didn't laugh anymore. I wasn't carefree, Courtney. Um, I didn't smile. So it affected a lot of things and that carried all through my twenties, um, excessive drinking and, and, you know, things like that didn't take care of myself anyway. So fast forward, then I met my husband and, um, I did it. I did tell him before we got married, Well, all I could say is I whispered to him, I said, you know, I got pregnant at 16 and, and I couldn't even get out the rest of what I needed to. I was just so choked up and, and, um, I remember he just hugged me and didn't ask any questions and he just, he knew, you know, I didn't have a child and he was really kind about it. So then after our son was born, um, I was severely depressed and so sad. And I would say things to him like, you know, I don't deserve to be his mother and I cannot believe God would give me such a perfect, healthy little baby. And then it would turn into that. I didn't, I didn't think that my husband and, and our son needed me anymore that I would just leave, you know, they would be better off without me. And, um, yeah, I was just saying things that, that my husband's like, this is, you know, 
this is not right. So he told me one day, you know, why don't you own this and do something about it? Talking about the abortion. And I remember thinking, what in the world? How do I own this and do something about it? And I really feel that the Holy Spirit was just speaking through him because, you know, as time went on, I figured out how to go through a post-abortion Bible study and became involved with the pregnancy care center here locally. And that's how I found out about Deeper Steel, the ministry. And so I went through my own Deeper Steel healing retreat in Tennessee in 2018. And immediately after that, joined the, the Deeper Steel Arkansas team that was forming under Lori Roush at that time. She's the chapter leader that started it, and she's wonderful. And um, she's just now in a new lane of ministry, but she's still definitely a part a part of us. And I still talk to her frequently, but that's how I became involved in the team. And then when she moved to a different area of ministry, she asked me to become the chapter leader. And so here I am. And I love it. We have a wonderful team. We have about 40 uh, team members. Many of those, um, you know, have been through our Deeper Still Arkansas retreats in the past. And you just receive so much healing. It's like, I guess you, you just... You can't help but not want to serve others and, you know, become a part of the team because it's, we truly see Jesus. We see God's glory at these weekend retreats. And so every time I serve, I even get more healing. And um, my husband recently joined the team. And one day I asked him, you know, I said, what what has this healing done for us? You know, I wanted his perspective. And he said, well, you know, the healing, it flows downstream. He said it's it's helped us in our marriage. It's helped me. It's helped him draw closer to the Lord. It's affected Easton, our son. Um, we've even shared about the deeper still ministry with him and he's only 13, but we've talked to him about what abortion is. Um, we have, you know, the sex talk with him. I think it's important nowadays for our children to know about these things because even though he's young, they're talking about this stuff at school. And so here at our house, we are open and, um, we do bring things into the light when they're needed to. So I know too, that's part of the healing because I grew up in a very secretive family and you don't talk and you don't share but we're trying to change those things. So hopefully that answered your question. The healing has gone downstream. It's, it's affected my, my whole family. I would say even my parents. I have now shared with them and um, it's, it's helped all of us. That's, uh, and God's just so good, you know, yes. and all the while he was plotting your redemption, all the while he's plotting your healing and putting you in the right place to connect with the right people. And we're just so thankful for a, just a loving, loving, good God. I want us to walk mm -hmm. through a deeper still retreat. I've heard okay. a lot about these and for the person out there who's listening, who maybe is carrying a secret, um, maybe they're, you know, suffering from an abortion wounded heart. It may be a man. It may be a woman because a lot of times we think women, but also men are affected by this as well. Absolutely. Walk us through what a healing retreat involves and um, maybe even how somebody could connect with this opportunity. So I think I will say first and foremost, when when you're on on the side of, of not having walked through any healing yet, if thinking about leaving your life for a weekend and going to this healing event, it seems daunting. You know, it seems really big. And while it is, I also like to remind people because I always like to talk to the participant before they come through the retreat on the phone or like I met with someone today in person and just encouraged them and we prayed. And now they're like, OK, I think I can do this, you know, but I just want to say you're not gone very long. It's it's only like a day and, and a half, really, because a person would get there on a Friday at two. It's all day Saturday and until noon on Sunday. So it goes by really quick. And um 
it's just, there's always just wonderful accommodations as far as, you know, a comfy bed and we, it's beautiful. We beautify everything. We make people feel at home. The food's wonderful. And so there's nothing like sterile and scary or therapy kind of thing about it. It's just like entering into just this wonderful, like everyone would tell you, like, you just feel like, oh my goodness, everyone's so nice. You're greeted with a smile. Um, there's, there's no space for shame in these weekends. And so there's that it's, it, it, if you just can get there and just see it. So I would say that initially just to take the fear, you know, factor out of it. And then also really the only other thing to do is just to give God your yes, you know, just, just commit to the Lord that, that this is something, you know, your heart needs, you know, that your spirit needs and just go for it. And then it's just a matter of filling out an application and getting it back to me. All of that is held in total confidentiality and um, not only that, even better, these retreat weekends are completely uh, free of charge to the participants. So we've raised funds for all of that. So, you know, if you can just get yourself there, uh, we, we can, you know, and, and the Lord will carry the rest through. And I just want to say I've never I've never, ever heard of one single person that regretted coming to deeper still. Most people are just like, oh, I'm so glad I went, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of just giving it your yes. Yeah, that's so encouraging. And, you know, sometimes the first step is the hardest step and it it, it involves, yes. you know, just acknowledging, hey, I'm in a place where I need some healing. I need some hope. I need some help. And you have these wonderful nonprofits like Deeper Still saying, you know what, we're going to walk you through this uh, and you're not going to be alone in it. And on the other side, and this is what I hope that women and men can can get the vision of you're you're going to be so thankful that you took that step. You're going to be mm-hmm. so thankful for the freedom that is yours in and through Jesus Christ, for the healing and for the hope. And I've heard about these retreats from several women who've walked through them. And one thing that I hear is just relief in their voice. Like there is a sense of, you know, they experience the forgiveness of God. They experience the healing of God. And so they do come out of it really changed and transformed and ready to re-enter into their lives. And, and here's what, Courtney, what I love is that, you know, that healing never stays contained. It impacts our family members. It impacts our everyday life. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's, that sense of dread or depression really can be impacted by the hope of the gospel and the forgiveness that God offers. So tell us maybe, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot with this one, but tell us maybe um, a story that stands out. Maybe it's your story. Maybe it's somebody else's story about just walking along with uh, a man or a woman, uh, specifically a woman, just because we're talking about that for Inspire Women's Conference, who has gone through the healing and some of the transformation you've seen in their life. Okay, well, um, someone specifically comes to mind, and this was a woman that came through our our pilot retreat here in Deeper Still, Arkansas. So it was also my first time serving as a team member, and you know that initial group to any anything is kind of like you know special in a way. I shouldn't say that because all the groups are great, but you know it just stands out in my mind. But um, this woman uh, wasn't real excited about coming to a healing weekend. Um, wasn't smiling about it at all when they got there. It was very, uh, I would say dark, just kind of downcast, um, you know, on initial entry and um, very standoffish. And I happened to be in some of the, the breakout sessions with this woman and, and um, got to hear her heart on some things. And, um, oh gosh, I'll cry even thinking about it. But I remember um, in this one breakout session where we really, you know, get down to business, digging through some stuff and sorting through it. And it's so good. I don't mean for that to sound, 
sounds scary. It's not, it's a safe place to lay all this stuff out with safe people. And, and we pray through it. It's all brought right at the foot of the cross. But um, this woman was able to acknowledge some really hard things and be validated in that pain. And it was like, I, I saw the light come up over her face. I mean, I had chills thinking about it. And then after that, as the weekend went on, she just became more open. It was like a flower blooming. And then at the end of the retreat, I mean, she had her arms raised in worship. This woman, I don't think was even really involved in a church before that, uh, maybe off and on. Well, yeah, she was, she grew up in church, but kind of, you know, fallen away. But I will tell you that now this woman is a team member of Deeper Still Arkansas and loves worship and is like on fire for the Lord. She took this whole revival that the Lord restored in her back to her own church. She doesn't shy away from sharing uh, the need for abortion healing. She shares it in her church. Uh, she's gotten other you know, women to come through. And so I just think for me, just seeing that transformation and that her healing has gone on and on and on. She's, you know, um, a, a, a vital part of the ministry at this point. And, um, that would have not happened for her had she not just said yes to coming through that retreat, you know, and she's free in the Lord. She has totally committed her life to the Lord at this point. And um, it's changed everything for her. It's changed everything for her. I know people that that know her even too. And they're like, oh, my goodness, the change we see in this woman. So, um, yeah, and that's that's with a lot of them. But that hers just stands out a lot. Well, that is so inspiring, you know, and I just, I think about the power of that initial yes, and we don't even know how it's going to trickle in and through our lives and then impact others, but praise God for healing and for hope. We're so excited to partner with Deeper Still at Inspire Women's Conference, again, happening September 23rd at First Baptist Church, Russellville. Um, we are excited for the women of Arkansas to bring ministry project items uh, to the collection bins at the entrance of First Baptist Church, uh, Russellville. And so some of those items, and again, these items are going to be used at the Deeper Still retreats uh, to help those women feel very welcome, to help them have that safe feeling. And it's stuff that you can pick up at the dollar store. It's stuff that you can pick up at Walmart or Kroger, uh, small Kleenex boxes, uh, shampoo, conditioner, lotion. Um, there's a whole list of things that we're asking you to bring. Uh, to uh, Inspire Women's Conference. If you go to our website, absc.org slash inspire, scroll to the bottom of the page, I hit Deeper Still Ministry Project and then download that list and just bring a couple of items. You know, we're expecting and praying for a thousand women. If everybody brings just a couple of small items, just think about how many women will be impacted in a tangible way with a visible picture of the love of God and the love of Arkansas Baptist women? Because as you come to Inspire, we're going to pray for Deeper Still Arkansas. We're going to talk about the ministry of Deeper Still Arkansas. You're going to be in the vendor area uh, sharing your resources. And so uh, I'm already praying for women who maybe do have this secret in their past that that this would be the catalyst, that God would use Inspire to be the catalyst for healing and hope and redemption in their lives. And, and so I'm, I'm just, we're so honored to partner with you. Courtney, as we finish up our conversation, we always love to ask our guests, um, what inspires you in life and ministry and faith? Well, without a doubt, what inspires me uh, at this point in my life is just real, authentic, 
transparent people, especially when they have a really powerful testament testimony. Those are the women and men I just want to sit down and learn about. It's like, you know, here I was, here I am because of Jesus. Um, that's what inspires me. That's what, that's what keeps me wanting to serve in this ministry. Um, because especially when it's an abortion wounded heart they're working through, I'm like, wait, I know what can remedy this, you know? And so um, just knowing what their testimony is going to look like and then getting to hear that testimony, that is the most inspiring and encouraging thing um, because I've witnessed uh, in my own life and witnessed in others what Jesus Christ can do for a person's life. And so um, that pretty much is a big thing, but I would say just a transparent, authentic testimony. Amen to that. We need more of that. And I'm so excited that we have ministries like Deeper Still Arkansas that are encouraging that. Courtney Beck, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Inspire on the Go. We cannot wait to see you at Inspire Women's Conference. How can, it may, There may be someone listening today who doesn't want to wait till September 23rd to begin their healing process. How can they connect with you? Okay, the easiest way probably is to email me at godeeperstillarkansas at gmail.com or go to our website, which is deeperstillarkansas.org. And uh, there, there's a little place in there to do an inquiry. And there's lots of resources and information on our website. So even just to go to the website is great. Um, either one of those ways are good ways to contact me. Great. And we'll put all that information in the show notes. Uh, friends, we can't wait to see you at Inspire Women's Conference happening September 23rd at First Baptist Church Russellville. Again, visit absc.org slash inspire uh, to learn more, to register, and come with an expectant heart for God to speak to you personally, for you to be challenged uh, as we open his word, as we learn how to flourish in the everyday aspects of life. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Inspire on the Go. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.